Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Filmmakers Review. On this episode, we're going to be reviewing an action thriller timepiece set in the World War II times. And the title of the movie is... Sisu. So, and uh, here's my colleague, buddy, Eddie, to tell you a little bit more about it. Yes, this is actually the second film that we are reviewing. And first thing I want to clarify is that there are going to be some spoilers. So if you like the action genre that it's kind of gory and stuff, it's good to watch. So I would suggest you stop right now, go watch the movie, and then come back and we can share our thoughts about the movie. So just wanted to let you guys know that. So um anthony what was your take on the movie oh uh so well i'll get there in a moment i'm just going to start off with the intro kind of the meaning of the term sisu so there's no actual direct translation it's a finnish term that has like a mythical or a magical meaning uh it's basically like uh you know when you're like a white knuckled form of courage or, or unimaginable determination so like when the deck is stacked against you uh, you're overcoming the odds, you know, when you're when you're faced with adversity, somehow you persevere, you know, using grit, bravery, persistence, uh, and also acting rationally during these times. So that's basically, you know, the uh, concept of Sisu. It's a Finnish term again. And um, so that's the, the backstory of that. And here's Eddie to tell you a little bit more about what we're going to be talking about today. Yeah. So. All right. So. My take on the film, the first point is um, I think it's a really great concept. I remember while watching it in the movies that I said, man, the another title for this movie could be The Badass Grandpa because, <laughs> you know, he, he was kicking some major Nazi butt, you know, in the film. So it, it was good in that the, the concept I really like. I also like the fact that it had some really good tension moments throughout the film. That was really good. The only take back that I personally have it that it was quite a bit over the top for my taste. So I'm going to give you a few examples of that. The guy, the the guy's an older dude. I don't know, maybe 65 ish kind of give or take, you know. And um, he does get shot several times. I did some research and um, just by you getting a shot like on the leg or something and if it, if it hits some arteries, you have to act quickly, meaning you have to apply a tourniquet in less than three minutes because you can pass out and die just from that. Um, obviously, if, if you get like professional help immediately, then that's not a problem, but that was not the case with this particular character. Um, he was also hung and survived that. He was bleeding a lot. So it was just some things like that that um, I think were a bit over the top. I don't know. What did, what do you take on that, Anthony? Yeah, no, I hear you. It definitely was over the top. I was going to, you know, I, I agree with what you're saying, Eddie, you know, meaning that there's it's not really possible or realistic that one human is going to be able to survive that um, much uh, bullets or beating, you know, like there's going to be sort of, be able to survive everything that uh, the uh, the lead actor here went through. Um, however, you know his name is Jora, by the way. So I just I feel like uh, it was still had an entertaining factor, putting setting aside all that unbelievableness or superhero like uh, you know like godlike um, you know um, abilities that this this uh, 
ex-commando finished gold miner. He's a prospector just hunting for gold and the Nazis get in the way um, of that. So that's kind of why he's taking out vengeance on the Nazis for interrupting his work. You know, he's trying to just work and then they're there just trying to not let, you know, trying to prevent him from, from mining gold essentially. Um, but my main takeaways, I guess, uh, would have to be, you know, the production value was really good for their blood based on their budget. And, you know, what they, they did a lot with what they had. The, the Finnish filmmaker there, Jalmari uh, Helander, uh, did a very good job with this independent film that's now showing in cinemas. But yeah. basically, you know, basically it was um, good inter- entertainment value. And some similarities that I saw to other movies were to the movie Nobody were, and also to The Violent Night, how in th- those movies there's a lot of unrealistic, um, you know, super, mm-hmm. superpower-like um, uh, characteristics that the actors, the lead actors there portrayed. Uh, that being said, you know, the lighting was really good. The, the light, I don't know, Eddie, if you remember when the light, he's looking at some gold and you see the gold light reflecting in his face. Yeah, that was that was really well done, by the way. Absolutely. And the way that they told the story, you know, the character, he didn't really have a lot of dialogue. However, I still kind of felt like I understood most of what he was trying to uh, to say without actually saying anything, if that yeah. makes sense. Yeah, he he was silent uh, pretty much throughout all the film on, up to the end. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, when he was. Yeah, uh, I don't want to give it away, but yeah. So yeah, um, the production value, like I said, was good uh, for an audience member. I, I just felt like it was kind of like organized chaos. Uh, you know, just watching yeah. that up there on the big silver screen. So it was it was entertaining. Yeah. What else did you have? Any? Was, yeah, I mean, season? I agree. The production value was good, spe- specifically that it, it's a period piece and it was you know during world world war ii they had the tanks they had the trucks they had you know the the old motorcycles and everything that was good production value is that just again uh there were a few other uh you know instances where the guy was underwater for 10 minutes and uh he he survived a, a plane crash and things like that those were the only things that i would say that were a little bit over the top for me but yeah production value was uh, also very very good um, um part of it the only other take back for me was um that the character lacked some real motivation meaning that at this point in the movie, the only thing that he was fighting for was his gold, you know, and that's fine because that's all he had at that time. But I feel that if he would have had, let's save the girls that are in the truck or something like that, let me save my town, and that would have been added, then then yes, but no, his his main and only motive that I saw was the gold that he had the gold and the Nazis were going to take it away. And then that's it. (laughs) But then there's this one scene where it's like the Nazis are coming towards him on, on a road, a little small road. And then he has all this country. He's on a horse. You know, he could have just gone elsewhere and not go straight towards the Nazis. You know what I mean? So it was just little details like that that was a, a bit throwback for me. But again, it was it was entertaining. Um, I enjoyed watching it. And, um, and yeah, so, I had yeah. another. Yeah, so I, I agree with most of what you, you know, everything that you said there. It's the entertainment value, the over the topness. You know, the he throws a mine, somehow he picks up a mine in a minefield and doesn't get blown up and throws the mine. <laughs> I had a Nazi. 
Uh, but it, it, it reminded me a lot of, you know, the not the zombie movies where there's just waves uh-huh. of zombies coming and, you know, they're just taking out the zombies. And whereas in this movie, the Nazis take the place of the, the zombies. Yeah. Um, and, and also another movie similar is like Castaway where Tom Hanks, he doesn't really talk to anyone. You know, it's just like him mm-hmm. on the island. Uh, whereas in this movie, the island is the Nazis in northern Finland. And yeah. this movie here, the Sisu movie. But yeah, you know, it's um, it, it over had the movie to me overall. It had like a nice flow vibe. Like it was just it, well, there wasn't any real awkward moments. Like it was smooth. It was you mm-hmm. know this happens, that happens. Like what's gonna happen next was like my constant feeling throughout the movie. Um, but yeah, that's uh, you know that's pretty much all I I have in regard to the movie. Eddie, did you have anything else, or do you want to give a rating? Yeah, I mean, again, my my conclusion is that it, it's a good concept. Again, it's a bit over the top for me, but it's good entertainment. And um, I'm going to I'm going to give it a five out of ten. OK, yeah. Uh, so going along with that, the the epic over the topness of this movie, uh, <laughs> I just feel like for that vision, that creative side, that creative you know, direction to film something like this and be consistent and steady with it. Uh, I, I give it somewhere in the middle, you know, uh, a value somewhere in the middle, probably around like I'd say a seven is what I would give this film here. Uh, just for the enjoyment factor that I, I had, uh, the entertainment value. So, yeah. Uh, and uh, so, yeah, uh, Eddie, um, I guess we can go ahead and conclude the, this episode here of Filmmakers Review. Absolutely. Thanks, everybody, for watching. And please, um, we're going to be doing more content for you guys. Please give it a thumbs up, subscribe, check out our future content. And um, we're going to keep doing things for you guys, you know, be entertaining. So it'll be on to the next one. Bye, everyone. Stay tuned. Thanks again. Bye.